Hey everybody! Hi. I um, I have to watch pulling this mic around. I it creates like a a bassy noise. I listened to last week's show and I'm like the audio is so loud. What am I doing? So I just listened to the raw earlier before we started and it sounds fine. I don't know how I'm exporting it wrong or something. Mm. I'm sorry everybody that we're over modding like hell uploading the podcast, but I will fix it this week. It won't be as bad. And I can't like. Do any loud impressions today because we got back from Toitles. Yeah. And the Phillies took the lead on the in the radio on the way home. Uh, so by you were like, yeah. Woo, Brandon Marsh, two run dinger. Yeah. So we're like, put the game on, uh, just to see if it's gonna because it's gonna end. We're, we're winning and. Yeah, you're up two, and you, you know your your closer you thought is. Coming out. Well, at that point, they already blown it, right? No. Oh, no? Okay. No, oh, no. so you were still we, you in extras yet. No, we were in extras. We they were in extras on the way home. They The Marsh hit the two-run homer that brought oh, that's right, yeah. the ghost runner home. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got home from... Uh, and then... But Enchantress, she had to be in the office today, so she wakes up at, like... Crack of dawn early. Uh, you know, sometimes you like to go out, you know, sit in the deck, have a nice cup of coffee. This is like 4.45. Yeah, watch the sunrise. Alarm goes off. No, she's not doing that. She's in. like putting her, like normally she wakes up, you know, rolls out of bed, goes down and reads, you know, birds chirp and whatnot. And she starts working from her office, which is right next to our bedroom at 7 a.m. Three hours later, I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the Wednesdays, she has to go in, and it's an hour and a half drive. Ew. Yeah. So she's up early, kids. So she's on the couch, and she falls asleep because the Phillies are taking forever to lose the game. Trey Turner. Ugh. Just keep going the break with Trey Turner shaking his head. We're all doing the same. Hitting, uh, ending the inning with Harper on third instead of hitting anything that could be productive, then having a, a whiffing the play out and uh, that sh that just skipped over. I don't even know. I don't know how they gave that a hit. Didn't, how do you not make? You didn't even touch it. Yeah. And then, um, and then, just he was the ghost runner <laughs> when they didn't score again, and they just, just show him going to break, shaking his head. I'm like, this three happenings in a row. <laughs> you show him going to break, shaking his head. <laughs> Oh, Trey. Uh, he's just doing his D'Lo Brown impression. Yeah, I guess so. He would shake his head. Yeah, no? No. yeah no, I get that. I get that. Okay. So, yeah, the Phillies lost. But So she's a passed out on the couch. I couldn't get... I tried to get her up to go to bed, but she was not having it. Aww. So I don't want to... I'll wait till we're done with the show to try and get her up to slumber. We start music fest tomorrow, so yeah, yay! That was her last night with me for the next eleven. We got, yeah. and she was so generous as to go see Toy Dolls. 
Uh, we won't spoil it, but what'd you think? You I saw really it enjoyed night. it. I did too. I'll say this. It's not. It's still not as good as 1990 Ninja Turtles. No. No. But it's better than anything else that's come after that. Absolutely. I and I think it's it's different in its own way too. Like it's. Yeah, it's a complete. It's it's not fair to put them like to compare them exactly side by side. Well, I wouldn't say it's the best turtle. I'm just saying I'm not comparing them side by side. I'm just saying it's not the best turtles movie ever made. Sure. I'm saying. The first one is. The first one is still the best Turtles movie ever made. And that's subjective, obviously. Sure. But it was good. It, it tells a story pre... Uh, I, I, you know, I'm not going to spoil anything, but Shredder's not in it, so... I mean, I saw the mid-credit scene, so I know what comes next, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, in this gotcha. movie, Shredder's not in it. Gotcha. Oh, you just said you weren't going to spoil it. Well, you know Shredder's not in it. He's not in any of the... No, but you, you said just the way I, you said it. Well, I don't know what's coming up next. I was just you were giving me the the squeeze of huh, huh, him and the Han, and I just was letting you know. I saw it. I know what's got. I know what's oh, probably okay. coming next. Okay. But in this movie, this movie's a pre-Shredder story. Yeah, they didn't. You know, could have. You you know how like I liked it. It was very well done as far as like very character driven and very much like them playing off each other. Mm-hmm. And you know how I like the more grounded that's what i love the first one so much it's very grounded in it's like world like it's not like this world ending it, it it's not saying always it, have to save the world it's a it's a petty crime um like a crime like they're, they're a petty crime syndicate yeah like if, if they didn't stop shredder eventually someone would have stepped in and figured out what happened and they would have slowly arrested all these people over time right yeah uh i i'm not one for i it, I like, it was because it was directly ripped off of daredevil <laughs> yeah that was yeah yeah the hand instead of the foot um oh yeah <laughs> it was laird and yeah. uh eastman have said they ripped off daredevil um but uh splinter is stick I, it could have uh, not been. I don't need giant uh, spoilers ish. You don't. You don't need a giant cataclysmic event, uh, and for them on like their first outing, to do this. In my like, I just. I'm like, oh, you know what? I could do without this. Keep it grounded. I didn't mind the animation it, at first. Like, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. It. Then I loved it. The only problem I had with it was a lot of like the action sequences. It was hard. To see, hmm, I didn't have that problem. There, there were some transitions where I'm like, maybe it's where I was sitting too. I was very close. Oh, um, I like to sit far back in the theater. No, I, I like to. I now because I have to go to movie tavern because it's the only place. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's the only place that has a 10:30 showing. Like, I gotta get the kids to bed, then I can go out. And I don't like sitting in the upper tiers because there's people there. So now I sit in, like, the back row, left-hand corner on the bottom. It's not terrible. That's where I saw Oppenheimer, and it was great there. Hmm. But if a lot of shit happens really fast, your head's kind of, like, getting a little dizzy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we didn't have that issue because we sat far enough back that you saw the whole screen. Uh, now my issue, I never got my popcorn. Neither did I. You Really? Neither did you, I. Yeah. yeah. Ten I bucks. To, yeah, ten bucks down the drain. 
Down the drain. And then I was even thinking, like, you know what? They're lucky I had to pee. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to talk to a manager. I'm going to... I'm going to carry the shit out of this. Yeah, Enchantress asked if I wanted to, and I was like, it's just $10. And she's like, that's a lot. I'm like, I don't (laughs) don't care. And then I looked around, and I look up the hallway, look down the hallway, I look through the lobby, and I see every trash can overflowing with garbage. I see popcorn and buckets all over the floor. The lobby, like, you couldn't actually leave the place without walking over a pile of popcorn and soda because it was just dumped on the yeah. floor and left out there. And you went Tuesday, so that's why that was the case. Because Tuesdays are no. $5 movie night. Yeah, but, but, like, there's no one there. I know. They're Staff severely understaffed. No. When I went to take a pee because I had to pee because I couldn't help myself, when I went out there, there was at least 10 employees just hanging around outside the kitchen with garbage everywhere and then that was with like 15 minutes left in the movie when i came back out they were gone and all the garbage and everything was still there so they just don't give a fuck yeah but they're also very understaffed they are understaffed they are and and there's no excuse there's people actually going to see movies now the block is a record blockbuster for july start hiring people movie tavern and fucking clean your shit i'm not trying to care in your ass here give my gun you know what well, you got that's ten free bucks, twenty free bucks you got between the two of us. Mm-hmm. That's uh, you could have paid someone for like three hours right there. Yep, I uh, I did not pee during this movie. That's how short it is. It is very short, but I I had a beverage before, and I'm like, oh, you know what, this is. A I had a Heineken during it because they the summer ale was top. They had a cup on the. Oh, nice. And the one bartender is severely, severely stretched for the line, the Barbie, the Barbie crowd that is still onslaughting that place. Yeah, no. And getting everyone in the Barbie crowd is getting a fancy drink, and it takes a while. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, I just want a beer. She was so relieved too. Yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, it's it's good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's really so, well yeah, done, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the voice but, acting's hysterical. Uh, Jackie Chan is Splinter steals it, nice. I think. Yeah, he's great. I I loved, and it had all all you know, like your favorite mutants in it. Yeah, oh. all of them. Well, I think actually Paul Rudd stole the show, didn't he? And we called that oh. three months ago. Well, I called that three months ago when I was like, yeah. Paul Rudd's playing Mondo Gecko. Yeah, he it was. Yeah, it was fucking great. He was my favorite character. It was good. I mean, he was as a kid, and you know. How do they get? So let's say Shredder's comes next. I was thinking this too, yeah. How do they get Bebop and Rocksteady? I, I think it's easy to turn them. Yeah, they're just you know, idiots, they're, yeah. They're just idiots. They're kind of assholes. You know, maybe they, they get kicked out of the house, you know, like, you know, or, you know, they do some shady shit and, you know, Splinter's not having it and, you know, they turn on them easy enough. Man. But uh, uh, all of, like, the, the interaction too with, like, the henchmen, the bad guys, like, it's just. Um, it's it's not making a whole lot of money. <laughs> it's a shame. Barbie's going to win the weekend again, and they already know that. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, Barbie still is an uh, un- unstoppable juggernaut, beating both Super Mario Brothers and Top Gun Maverick to a billion dollars. Wow. Well, it will by Sunday or Monday. Who would have thought Barbie was going to be the billion-dollar movie of the summer? Yeah. Well, it's if they would have just made it in the stereotypical way that everyone thinks that you're just going to make a Barbie movie, which 
I've seen the way you can make a Barbie movie. Like I watch Barbie shows every day. They're terrible. Well, you know, it could have still made a billion because that's what they did with the Mario Brothers movie and that made a billion. Yeah, no, but these are really bad. I'm I'm giving Uh, the 80s a big... uh, a big thumbs up because also we got to talk about something in the eighties that happened that is devastating to me, but, but the eighties, this was a Barbie movie based on eighties Barbie hundred percent. And this was a super Mario brothers movie based on an eighties property. The eighties are, and turtles are fucking eighties too. Mm Eighties are coming back. Uh, but rest in peace, Paul Robbins. I had no idea. Well, no one had any idea he was sick. He didn't tell anyone until he died. Yeah. Sick for five years. I watched Big Top Pee Wee and his memories, and, and Shanks has it with Turtles after Music Fest. So I'm I saw go- they like went out of their way to yeah make arrangements. I mean, cool. fucking Paul Rubens was my ch- childhood. We've talked at nausea, nausea, and only he would have been your childhood too if your mom didn't think he was a Satan worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't like the episode of the dog eating dog food in a close up for like five minutes. Yeah. So that was it for you, no Pee Wee. Uh when I could sneak it in. I was my parents like like openly like it was Pee Wee everything. They went they went bent over backwards to get me the Pee Wee Herman doll in a kitty city in Philadelphia that, that uh Christmas. I'd I'd uh color forms, shrinky dinks, action figures, everything Pee Wee Herman. It was my uh Um, I don't know. I think Pee Wee Herman, in a lot of ways, like an Alf, even shaped probably most of our like <laughs> senses, sense of humors. Oh yeah, absolutely. I looked up to Alf. Like he taught me life lessons. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Pee Wee taught me to take tape and tape my nose up like a pig, <laughs> and I actually did that too. So yes, Pee Wee Herman. Um, I'm sitting there staring at my box Pee Wee Herman doll I bought at RetroCon. Now they're selling for uh, for like hotcakes on eBay. Apparently, I didn't look it up myself, but um, Pee Wee Herman doll comes right up, and oh, boxed ones are going for fucking three hundo. No way, I would part with mine though. No. That's not why you have it. Yeah, I didn't buy it for... I bought it to make me happy when I look over at him. Bought him at RetroCon... 2015. Eight years ago. Feels like it was just yesterday. Wow. When when did we do that show? Was that 2017 we did the show? Was it 2017 or 2016? Well, 16 we didn't... We started the show in November. Oh, maybe I bought them in 2016. Yes, it was 2017. Yes, it was 2017. It was 2016 I bought them, not 2015. I went to RetroCon in 2016. I bought them, and then I... No, because it was 2015, because I went by myself. The next year, I convinced you to go, and that was the year we won the Emmy, 2016. Oh, uh, yeah, you rubbed it in my face. I didn't. I made you take a picture with me. That was rubbing it in my face. No, Mrs. Squeezer agreed. It still hurt. Yeah. I know that wasn't your intention. So, you didn't hurt me. He did. <laughs> Show me who hurt you on the Pee Wee Herman doll. 
So, uh, yeah, 2015 I did buy. And 2016 was the second year. And that was the year, uh, the next two months when we started the podcast. Because 2015 was the first year we went to New York Comic Con, right? Or was that 2014? It was 2015. Yes, hmm. it was 2015. It was. I know for a fact. Because I was in Puerto Rico, coming back from Puerto Rico in 2014, and I saw everyone out for New York Comic Con. I'm like, we're going to go next year. That's when I convince you at Iron Pigs. If I get the passes, will you go with me? I'm like, sure. Yeah, and then, well, same thing. It's like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's going on seven years later. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, we're coming up on the seven-year anniversary. Seven years of doing a show. We're on air for seven years. We're paying to be on air. No one's paying us to be on air. <laughs> we could we could only get canceled if we cancel it. <laughs> but we're still here. We're still doing it. And you're still listening. Some of you. Some of you. If, yeah. you are, if you're not, please do again. Yes, yes. T- uh, tell someone who's not listening to listen to us. Say, you'll either really like it or really hate it. But you, at least you'll feel something. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're like a prick test. We're like a... Yeah, like poking a dead body with a stick. That's what we are. We're the stick. What'd you think of the score? I loved it. It's very... in the. It had a lot of... Uh, in turtles, that uh, is. Pronouns. Yeah. Wow, damn. Uh, it was very... Uh, I say a year had a lot of year zero vibes. What's year uh, zero? Uh, it's a nine inch nails album from concept album. They did uh, a while ago. And now, and I, that's my favorite nine inch nails album. So had a big, uh, eighties vibe. Yeah. To me. Uh, yeah, I, I was digging it. Okay. That's, uh, that's, I mean, that's we should just start the show because that—that's the show. That's the show. We are talking about uh, Maxim magazines from twenty plus years ago. Mine—I I bought two Maxim magazines, brand new at a comic, well, not brand new, but not used at a comic book store. Uh, mine is from January two thousand one. The one I gave you is from uh, June of two thousand two, and. I think I had this. I had both of these. I definitely had this one. Um, As I went uh, through it, I'm like, 100% had this one. Yep. I definitely had this one. Um, Yeah, so we're just going to talk about things from the magazine. And um, I didn't pull any audio because I I didn't know what to do. And we're seven years in. If we want to change the format of our show, we can. No. You cannot change things. No. Here I am, the rebel in disguise, changing it for the better. Here is your first... You have audio, so I'll be able to use your audio. I had things that fit. Okay. Kind of. Here it is. You don't have to play the whole thing. What's this? But then it does kick in. Is this the Boston Public Open? Yeah. 
That's what I thought. I love this theme song. I watched this show. I did, and I did like I tuned in. Like I didn't. No, I I watched it like, and then like I was blown away when the oldest fucking Taylor son was the bully. I don't remember. I don't remember. Brad from Full House was the bad badass bully. But yeah, I didn't know Jerry Ryan from Star Trek. I knew Jerry Ryan from Boston Public, which is why she was on the cover of this magazine, correct? Uh, yes, that's mm. yes. So it's uh, we're hot for teacher Jerry Ryan. It's Boston Public sexy school marm, mm. page one hundred four. So let's go to that and let's look. I know we got away from this for a while because it was like a thing where for a while we're like, oh, you can't do that anymore. You can't do that. This. How long is this? 212 pages? You can't do this anymore. Publish a magazine? Just, well, yeah. But <laughs> also this, like the way it's, it's, uh, look, what I'm do you... no angel, and I say some terrible things, but when you see it in print, it comes off really creepy and different. Yeah, there's some, uh, shady stuff. Like, I don't know, it's very, um. I don't know. I, I did not think that was the mindset back then, but apparently it was. So it was. Maybe Ken was right about the patriarchy. <laughs> and Barbie, that is. Um, yeah, so, and I was a Jerry Ryan fan. I was a Star Who Trek wasn't? Fan. Um, because it was a time, too, where she, I mean, she, she was an attractive uh, young woman, but not in that, like, fake, this is coming off like the Pam Anderson thing, and at the same time too, you got like Sable's doing her thing, and it's like very just that plastic Barbie look, and she was, you know, not. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah, kind of. I'd put her in the same category as like Mo from Guts, you know, like rare. <laughs> yes, all those kids fantasized about <laughs> Mo from Guts. <laughs> it was the English accent. Um, so hot for teacher, uh, oh, by Dave Itzkoff, photographs by Antoine Vergla. I don't, I don't know. Um, homework was never quite like this with Borg babe turned Boston public star. Ugh. Jer- Fuck you, Dave. Jerry Ryan hanging in the teacher's lounge. We're hoping to be graded on a curve. What does that mean? Anywho. Um, yeah, you got the Jerry Ryan. These are actually rather tasteful. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you could write, you could write whatever you want because idiots in this country don't read. But like, if you have something like risque, too risque photo, that's when like the outrage is someone's going to clutch their pearls. Yeah. Um, so like, and I don't think I ever read a single one of these interviews like you read the blurbs, and you scan for words. Like I'll, I'll read some of the articles where there's a lot of like infographics and funny stuff, but I mean, there's paragraphs of text here that I have to read, and I really, uh, I, I look, I'm a, I'm a fan of Jerry Ryan, but uh, did college come as easily for you as high school? I I don't I don't care. Yeah, no, no one was reading these articles. No, no one, no one was reading this. Um, but uh, disappointingly enough, as a kid, um, th- the photos were 
rather the 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 cover that you see on the uh it's on the youtube uh the, it was the most risque out of all the pictures mm-hmm. so like when you open it up she's all like uh like covered up and stuff hmm. i'm like huh all right okay i guess i she seems to be a you know have a sense of self i'm like good for you jerry uh well so yeah she did uh, they they have a girl on film, so they have all the stuff that she was in up until that point. So in ninety one, she was a nightmare in Columbia County. Uh, it looks like a Lifetime movie of some kind or something. Then she was in Star Trek Voyager from ninety seven to two thousand one. That's where I knew her from. She was in Dracula two thousand. Forgot all about that. Yikes. And then uh, yeah, then she got. Uh, Boston Public right after Star Trek. Well, and she came in, she came in in the second season as one of those, uh, like also starring roles. Like she wasn't a full time cast member, but she had, so she didn't get equal billing. I think until season three. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because I think she came on with. Uh, uh, I know uh, Nikki Katz was in the the show. From uh, get, I, I've, from uh, Dazed and Confused. Yeah, I I I always knew you know Fiveish Finkel was there. He was always my favorite. I forgot Michael Rapaport. Or I knew Michael Rapaport. Yeah, Michael Rapaport was in there. Yeah. Um, I he came in at like the same time. He came in like season two, same as she did in that same kind of role, and then uh, worked his way in. I didn't know. I completely forgot. Uh, Rashida Jones was in it. Yep, I knew that too. Yeah. Well, I didn't, like I said, I watched I, it. I, yeah. I tuned in and tuned out. Um, and uh, it was a good show, especially for Fox, too. It was good, but, and, and uh, what's his name as a principal was great. Um, Chad Ch- McBride. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it got too heavy handed eventually. Uh, yeah. And that- too Tom Kelly heavy hand. David E. Kelly, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Heavy-handed. Yeah, I will teach you life lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, when it, was it Friday nights? No, not that I remember it. I think when it when it ran, but we definitely. I'm trying to think what it would have run up against. So I wouldn't have watched it. It was Fox, and I did. I definitely watched it. It was like, oh, this show. Did they just move it around? So I yeah, Fox moved every on. fucking show around. <laughs> Fucking love it. Uh, now the time too, when it was impossible to know when your show's on. Now you can do it, and well, now no one really watches TV anyway. Did you see it's the lowest ratings ever in the history of ever? What is of people consuming traditional? The the latest numbers to come out is the lowest ever of all time. All together, I mean, not all, not when like five people had a TV. But in recent history, when it started to matter. Hmm. I did not see that. Yeah. At least that's what a party article I read. Then I lost interest, like a interview with Jerry Ryan. Hmm. Oh, is this in your magazine, or are you talking about now? No, no, now. Like, today. Like, this came... Yeah, today or yesterday it came out. Believe it or not, people... uh, The the streaming thing's uh, here to stay, it seems like. Hmm. Well, thank God we're getting into that business. 
Yeah. Woohoo! Yay, that business. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to be a downer on that. I, f I forgot that actually affects us. <laughs> well. I can always go and get a job at Movie Tavern. And I'll actually deliver people their popcorn. Mm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get a job there. I'm going to get my popcorn and then quit. Well, WNBA sees massive increase in television ratings this year. The NBA did too. Sports are still doing good, Squeezer, so we're all right. Yes. No, no. Sports are very good. Oh. That's, yeah. It's hard. To, they, they haven't figured out the flow for that just yet. And either way, you still have to produce them. So. Whether they're streaming or they're still live. Streaming or on cable, they're still live. Alright. Um, anything else on Miss Jerry Ryan? Uh, no. no. Okay, well, my... A great read. Uh, I, I know I could quick pull up audio following what you pulled. Oh, you don't have to. Because, um, no, just for the first one. Hot Donna is on the cover of my January 2001 uh, issue of Maxim. It says, Foxy, that 70 shows lore prepon shakes her groove thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not was my first pick, but I figured I quick mention her article. I'm not, I wasn't going to. Her pictures are pretty sultry, though. Squeezer. I'm not. Oh. Jerry Ryan's, yeah. Uh. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my first thing is in the Circus Maximus. Standard deviation, the future of everything, is if it's really the 21st century, where are the damn teleporters? Our magic eight ball reveals all. Tired of starting off, staring off toward the future, wondering, are we there yet? Well, thanks to um, some infallible extrapolation techniques. Extrapolation. Can't read. <laughs> Extra extrapolation techniques that brought you the president election results. We now have the ability to tell you precisely what life in these United States will look like in 50 years, which is only 27 years from today, Squeezer. Oh, jeez. Is what they're talking about from this book. So available flavors of corn nuts. If you ever thought your life was forever changed by the introduction of nacho cheese, then wait till you taste Gorgonzola, Old English Stilton, and Head. So in 1950, there was one flavor. In the year 2000, there are seven flavors. That's extrapolated to the year 2050 as 49 flavors. Minimum. Oh, is this like exponent shit? Yes. Minimum bet at a Las Vegas blackjack table. 1950, it was 25 cents. Tier 2000, it was $2. So in 
saying by 2050, it'll be $2,500. Depends where you go. It says, good news. You'll be left with less money to drink yourself to death underneath Elizabeth's shoe in a seedy motel. <laughs> Wait, what was the minimum bet at the... In year 2000? Year 2000? $2. $2. Damn. They're just ex- get- extrapolating. Yeah, but I think it's five now, the cheapest. Man, so... I played in a while. So five is in Vegas? Well, no, not Vegas. This is Atlantic City. Yeah, that's a little different. I didn't look at Vegas. That, that was 10 years ago. Hmm. Um, Landmass occupied by Barnes & Noble. Wow, they were not thinking of the future when they made this. <laughs> so, uh, 1950... 67,500 square feet. The year 2000, 14.7 million square feet. And by the year 2050, 2.3 billion square feet. <laughs> That's adorable, you guys. Mm-hmm. Television- Although, with the one that they're building, it might be. That's yeah, true. Television sitcom starring Scott Bayo in 1950, zero, in the year 2002, and the year 2054. <laughs> we might already had those four by now. I think there's a few like VH1 shows. Number of corporate sponsors on a NASCAR race car. Fortunately, a four inch thick layer of decals will also provide layers, uh, provide drivers with superior crash protection because there's one in 1950. There was 30 in the year 2000 and they assume 900 in the year 2050. I'm pretty sure it's definitely more than 30. This one tends to be true. Well, 30 was 20 years ago. Squeezer, 21 years ago. 23 years even, ago. Even then. Because you got all the little... Hey, maybe. You got all the little ones in the back that they kind of just slap on the quarter pivot. Here is one that's kind of true. Um, and it got there faster than they predicted. Revi- uh, professional baseball player salary. Revised free agency rules will let players sign five-year contracts with a satanic minion of their choosing. <laughs> um, in 1950, it was $19,228. In the year 2000, it was $1.4 million. They think in the year 2050, it'll be $148 million. And that's, I think it's already there. <laughs> A hundred and four. Yeah, they're I, they're way off. Yeah. There's a great. I, I'm looking. I'm paging through it now. There was an interview with uh, who was it? Oh, there was an interview with Kurt Schilling. Whoa, whoa, we're still and, on my book. What are you going oh, here? No, 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 I'm just because I didn't pick this. Mm. But there's this whole breakdown. Uh, hey, bud, let's party. And it's this whole breakdown of Bud Selig being an asshole. Oh, well, he was nothing in comparison to the man who took his job. Oh, yeah. Uh, words in a chimpanzee sign language vocabulary. 1966, 8. Year 2000, 240. Year 2050, 7200, they think. Oh. Average speed limit. 1950, 52.28 miles per hour. Year 2000, 68.89 miles per hour. And I think by the year 2050, 90.7 miles per hour. Wow. You've clearly blown past that. (laughs) Average age of the Rolling Stones in 1950, (laughs) nine. 
In the year 2000, 59.25. In the year 2050, 503.1. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they extrapolated that. But yeah, that... Uh, at least that's nice having a little sense of humor, at least. Yeah. So there we go. There's my first pick of something I felt was worth talking about. It, it was hard picking things that... There, there were a couple. I'm like, I don't even want to talk about this. This is creepy. Mm-hmm. Um... So that's why I picked this next gem. Hold on. Gotta pot the card up to do it. Look what daddy gets. Looks good, huh? You eat those (coughs) peas? This is daddy. When you make a Spamburger hamburger. Oh my. (coughs) Watch out. Perfect. Because the premium pork and ham, spiced to perfection, makes Spam so good, it's gone. Spam so good, it's gone. Ah, Spam so good, it's gone. Yes. I remember that commercial. It was cute. Remember the baby? uh... No, I don't remember that at all, actually. Yeah. Do you ever have Spam? Sorry, I was blowing my nose. Yes. Yeah. Um... You a fan of it or? Yeah. Okay. Like now or as a kid? Probably like not. I I have not had it since time. I was. Yeah. Probably since but I was. Same. A kid. Like I liked it as a kid because you're like, oh, this is neat. Um, I've had like regular canned ham, which is. A no, well, less... it's just pan fried fucking pork. It's tastes, you know, what's not to like about it? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like we would use like, just like canned ham and our uh, pineapple. You know, when we do the pineapple in the fire thing. I talked about that recipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. My uh, yeah. my mom used to make, like, a hash with it, with Spam. Oh, ooh, that would be interesting. She'd dice it up and then dice up taters, mix it together. And um, that, was, that was dinner. It was, like, leftover potatoes from the night before. Yeah, I like that. I, I like making, like, just my mess throw it all in there especially just, if there's some leftover ham it's salty enough to really be good make the potatoes taste you oh. know but yeah that's what she did with it yeah um oh so on page 34 of the june 2002 issue of maxim magazine there's one of those little like fun th- a circus maximus um, that's what mine just was uh, oh yes and it's the uh, tins of the flesh and uh, they have uh, the Tin Man there, or a Tin Man-looking gentleman, uh, holding a spam on a fork. And then it has a list of six canned meat products. Oh, oh, uh, oh! It's Hiroki. Our Japanese art assistant is overjoyed to take some meat in the can. Get it? Mm-hmm. You get it? Yeah. Butt yeah. sex. Yeah, butt sex. Um, but he's a dude, so that's, yeah. You, you know. Get, ugh. Uh, oh, there's a little thing. In 1982, the year Mississippi made school mandatory for children. 1982, Mississippi made school mandatory for children. Oh, in 2002, the state currently ranks 50th in the country in education. That's a fun, uplifting fact. Mm. Huh. I wonder where they're at today. 
Anywho, so they got a list of all these fun hams uh, or pork-ish products, meat products in cans. So we got uh, Spam, of course, leads the way. Uh, and they paid $1.59 for a can of Spam. And it has 170 calories or 16 grams of fat. Now, I don't know if that's per serving or the entire thing. Uh, anywho, the comments, we were horrified to discover that one of the ingredients is pork with ham, otherwise known as snout with ass. Hmm. Uh, Hiroki says, it looks good with nice pink, but too salty. It's a cheesy, cheap ham. Oh, okay, it so was, the Hiroki used to be my favorite. That I, I, I marked one of Hiroki's things in mine. See if I remember, like. I used to love, they used to make Hiroki taste things, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, it's been so long since I opened one of these. Um, maybe if he wasn't dressed up in like silver, I might recognize the picture. But um, Del Sol octopus in oil is ninety nine cents, eighty calories, and oh, three grams of fat in the oil. I don't believe that. Um, and on the eighth day, God said, "Hmm, there's something missing. Huzzah! I've got it. Oily hunks of cubed octopus in a can." And it was so. Um, I feel like Forrest Gump because this smell like friend of his shrimp boat. Because this smell like friend of his... Huh, I don't know. But it, they only gave that one star. So not a, fa a fan of the octopus in oil. Uh, uh, Libby's Vienna Sausage. Here we go. Uh, 79 cents. Uh, and Hiroki couldn't even swallow one of these bilious ersatz penises but for a crisp one dollar bill he slipped the can's noxious juice through his straw Ugh. it's a finger can't eat I can't spits it out that is not fine zero stars <laughs> uh, Hormel breast of chicken and water that's two dollars back then uh, not even years on grocery store shelves can ruin chicken as this poultry proves we hoard a few thousand cans in our basement, just in case. Um, Hiroki says, it's chicken butt part. Uh, and then spanks self heartily. It's a mad chicken. Okay, and that, but that gets four stars. So, I mean, canned chicken's fine. I mean, it's just, yeah. I use it some. We grab it when we go camping, so we have something like that. Or I grab a couple. I have them in my, my desk drawer. I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, there's chicken, because I get yelled at if I have tuna. So, you know, I've got to have chicken. Alright. Uh, Who yells at you? Bell what is it? Who yells at you? Uh, Jason. Um, I'm surprised you don't do it more. Uh, you know what? You gotta pick your battles. Okay. Boyangian Boston Salmon Roe Caviar. Uh, $8.95 a can. Uh, waiting for fish to rot can be time-consuming activity. Luckily, this caviar gives you some briny taste in less than half the time. This is not caviar, it's fish eggs. Taste is stinky, smells like Chelsea. Hmm, two stars. Yes, Chelsea is smells like wow. fish, yeah. Jesus, wow, that just caught that. What? And, uh, I believe they're making a sexist comment there. About who? Chelsea. No, they're talking about the, the fucking oh! neighborhood of Chelsea in Manhattan. Oh, it stinks like fish. It's a pure, oh, it's on the... Oh, yeah. Well, Chelsea, there's a pier in Chelsea, yeah. I, I just assume they're talking about Chelsea. Huh. I know. Uh, all right. Finally, 
Nine lives, carved turkey, and savory juices. <laughs> That's good. Go out with the... It, it's cat food. Um, some people turn up their bourgeois noses at processed animal victuals. But if cat food's good enough for grandma, it's good enough for us. It's a fish bait smell. R spits it out. This is clay. Dog food is better. I'm and one star. I'm not gonna lie. I I have you ever ate wet dog food? Me? I've never eaten any dog food. I uh, not even a biscuit. No. Nope. Uh the biscuits are pretty good. Yeah, I haven't had any like canned dog food, but I've had the biscuits and they're pretty good. So yeah, as it turns out, I don't, I don't know. This is twenty years ago. Maybe you know, maybe the Libby's Vienna sausages got better uh, over the years. But uh, yeah, don't get those. But the Hormel, I I am a fan. Get the you just gotta watch the sodium, folks. Gotta get the low sodium stuff. I'm a they fan. Have, you know, I like Hormel's corned beef hash, but only like pan fried. Ah, hmm. it's pretty good. That is that is a, a list of canned meats. I feel like I feel like this is like uh, as close as you can get to the rad years in two thousand two. We're lift, listing cans of cans of meat. That's something we would have done, mm-hmm. or may do eventually, in twenty fifty. One day. I'm extrapolating. 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 Stop. Don't make fun. No, I screwed it up first. Oh, I don't know how to say it. I couldn't even read it, so. <laughs> All right, my next one is another. Uh, <coughs> uh, <coughs> fuck. Uh, Piroki. So we are on the same page, but it's reviewing candy. So he's uh, Hiroki is hungry. I want candy. Uh, our Japanese art assistant has been craving for some brown sugar. They first tried Rolo. Um, the comments, the candy equivalent of Ross Perot. Rolos are some rich little SOBs with a high caramel to chocolate ratio. They're guaranteed to come away with a portion of your bridge work. Hiroki says, caramel dangling from his lips. This feels rough. Rolo, you are king for now. He gets four out of five blocks. Charleston Chu. Their comments, with the consistency consistency of taffy, the John Holmes-sized Charleston Chew can convincingly <laughs> take you days to consume, although with that image in mind, you may not want to eat one at all. Hiroki says, vanilla, vanilla, like rubber band, like glue put together wood. <laughs> it got two boxes out of five. Toblerone, their comments, we decidedly neut- were decidedly neutral about this fancy-ass tooth-achingly sweet chocolate. Though it claims to be of Swiss origin, we didn't find any plundered Nazis gold hidden inside. Just didn't look hard enough. Hmm. Like when I, uh, Hiroki says, like when I see a movie car, Chase, like, pong, tastes like a normal flavor. (laughs) Three boxes. Snickers. Their comments. In a world of candy bars, the Lily White Snickers is still the grand dragon or champion of them all. Ignore the rantings of our taste tester, who's clearly drunk. Hiroki says, maybe people's like this melting, but I feel like my teeth my teeth has come off. They gave it five boxes out of five. Tiger's milk, ugh. Uh, their comments, these mad scientists combined carob, the poor man's chocolate, with peanut butter and ended up with something that tastes like whiskey. Ideal for under-rep, uh, un, un, unrepentant 
I believe that word is, unrepentant alcoholics. Mm -hmm. Hiroki says, I don't like chocolate. I just like beer. Throws away remains. (laughs) Ta-da. One box. York peppermint patties. Comments. To normal, right-thinking Americans, there's nothing quite so luxurious as peppermint covered in chocolate. But to our taste tester, the combination made as much sense as tits on a duck. Hiroki says, why mint? I eat mint after lunch. My lunchtime is shit. This mismatch. And then below it, they have something I wanted to comment. It's just a little box that says, 1,000 to 1. Odds given by British bookmakers William Hill that Chelsea Clinton will become America's first female president. And 23 years later, that still could come true. Wow. Yeah. Then there's a box, three reasons to hate Christopher Reeve. (laughs) (laughs) One, he cruelly raised false hope. A TV ad for a Nuveen investment depicted Reeve walking erect, even through a treatment for his spinal injury is still years away. Uh, Paralytics were left to wonder how Reeve was cured. Remember that commercial in the Super Bowl? Yeah. He made Superman look like a pussy. This too. His candy ass but universally recognized portrayal of Last Son of Krypton all but ruined a once cool comic book character for generations to come. Three, he enabled animal cruelty. Following the accident that crippled Reeve, the U.S. Equestrian Association demanded the horses involved in serious injury to their riders be destroyed and their flesh eaten so they cannot take revenge from beyond the grave. I don't know if that's true, everybody. <laughs> then there's an ad on the side because it, this is like a three quarters of a page and there's an ad to the left of it. There's an ad of a woman with her hand on her neck and there's a, it's black and white and there's a, a bay, a brown dot of liquid. That's a disarono.com. And then there's a, it's a really weird ad. Then there's an ad for disarono Italian punch. Remember Disarono had those like Disarono, like it was like people actually drank go to the bar and order a Disarono. No one does that. So presenting the Disarono Italian punch, presenting the beach party, tailgate party, happy hour, poolside, just chilling, cocktail of choice. 1.5 ounce Disarona original, one ounce Bacardi Limon, three ounces cranberry juice. Mmm, sounds horrible. Alright. Oh, and then there's an ad for one more thing I want to talk about in this pick for uh, NFL Game Day 2001. So when Madden wasn't the only NFL game, and it was by 989 Sports. I remember this fucking game. Yeah. Chris Carter catching Next Generation AI. It's an exclusive Pro Talk feature, position-specific mocap moves, Next Generation AI, and innovative physics-based gameplay. There we go. That is my second pick, Squeezer. Dude, 989 made some awesome games. Ben. 989 sure did. I don't know that what was, happened to them. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I bet you they got bought up by someone else. Uh, these sports games. Uh, oh, the brand was retired in 2005. Uh, subsidy. Oh, became Sony ImageSoft. Mm. But yeah, they had... Uh, yeah, uh, NHL face-off, I remember. But then they also did uh, uh, Siphon Filter. It was one of my favorite games back then. That was yeah. fun, like, 
spy game. And I also did Twisted Metal 3 and 4 and... Oh, so they were a Sony company. Yeah. Because that's yeah. that makes sense. Because uh, yeah. cause then... they had the 2K Sports with Sega. Mm-hmm. Making the NFL 2K and like there's a lot of competition back in the day. Now there's just if you want a sport game, you buy the one company that makes said sport game. Yeah, because because it's the licensing. No one wants to just play a generic. Well, they used know. to license to more people. Yeah, but now it's not gonna like e- EA makes. Well, I remember Madden 64 for Nintendo 64 had the the players union rights but it didn't have the nfl team rights so like it was the minneapolis team and they were purple yeah. and it was like foxborough was the patriots but and it had all the players in it because it was in, it was licensed by the players union but it wasn't licensed by the nfl but i still loved it yeah as long as the gameplay is fun my problem especially like in football and stuff like it just got way too fucking complicated and i don't have the patience for it Yes. Moving on. Lost me with with hockey, too. When they started doing the the stick deke shit. I can't do that. I'm old. Amen, brother. Your third pick is right now. We're moving. I'm proud of us. We're zooming. Maybe you need a new look. New Maxim hair color for men. There's three looks in each box. Tips, highlights, and all over color. Maxim Magazine hair color for men. Yowza, this stuff works. Easy to do. Ooh, baby like it. Hard to resist. Maxim hair color for men. <laughs> Is that your uh, C-Lab 2021? Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, I thought it was a parody or something. And I, I didn't realize it until I did more research. It was a legit... Uh, Maxim hair dye commercial with Captain Murphy from C Lab, uh, oh. selling uh, hair dye. Hmm. I didn't know Maxim made hair. I mean, I probably did at the time. I just didn't apply to me because I was, you know, like 15, 16. But uh, actually, no, two thousand. Oh, I was, I was eight. I was nineteen. Jesus, I was gonna be nineteen. All right, so maybe I did need some hair dye. But yeah, it was one of those things where it's just like, hey, we could, what can we slap our logo on and make a little extra cash for? Um, but anyway, we're not talking about that. We are talking about what page. Oh, I wonder if this cologne still smells. Are you got a cologne sample? Lucky. Yeah, hang on. It 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 kind of does. Hmm. Or maybe it's just a glue, but. And it won't be the first time I huffed glue on this show, so. All right. We're going to page 144. We're skipping over all the fancy boats. There's a whole thing about very expensive boats. Uh, like this one that has, it's 3.3 million, which that's probably, that's like nothing now, right? Like for like a luxury yacht. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Wait, how much is yours? My luxury yacht. Yeah. I would never buy a boat. I'm not a boat no. guy. No. I I, I I got a kayak. Still sits in a box. One of those inflatable dealies. I got to get out and go fishing on it. But I don't like to fish. Oh. I don't like boats. 
I'm not a uh, boat I, guy. I I'll, I like you and I are opposite. I like the where the ocean meets the land, the precipice there with the waves. You uh, you don't. I like. I I either like I either like the land meets the land like a mountain, or uh, where the ocean is vast and endless. Yeah, we're we're most likely death is the death is the most likely scenario when you when, and and squeezer's happy. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I like. I, I don't like going out too far. I like the seashore. I like to see the shore. But you like the seashore. I don't mind going out. I like the seashore. I like to see the shore. Hit the seashore. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, boats are just fucking money pits, though. And how often, like, even I mean, salt water is one thing because that is just forget it. You're just flushing money away. But even like fresh water, like you have, especially around here, like you take your boat up to the lake. Mm-hmm. You use it like twice all summer, mm-hmm. and then you got to get it winterized, and that mm-hmm. costs a small fortune. And then you have to pay for like the fees and all that, and then you got to bring it back out and pay the docking fee. And by the time you're done, you spend a small fortune. How many times have I said that now? Uh, a small fortune's a worth. Like twice. A small fortune's worth of times. Yes. Thank you. Anywho, we're talking about some creepy shit here. Um, uh, these. Uh, Maxim's Guide to North American Girls. <clears throat> okay. We are, uh, I'm quoting here. Quoting. Um, yeah. Uh, and the, the little, the caption for the, the title picture, because it's some dude hiding in the bushes. Right. Uh, looking through binoculars, and there's a reflection of women with large breastuses uh, <laughs> in said binoculars. The caption is, Bob tried to spice things up by peeping into his own windows. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's summer, and that means open season on the chickadees. Here's how to spot them and make each one a part of your personal catch and release program. Happy hunting, Jake's. Oh God, yeah, this is really cringy. Now the pictures I don't mind because they are uh, young ladies who are now in their fifties, uh, scantily clad. Um, However, they uh, so it's a picture. They get a little blurb, um, like they, as if they were animals in National Geographic. Right. And then they point out like their uh, their wardrobe or how to spot them. Like in this case, the rebel. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and then they give it like. Oh, oh, the Latin name is Daddy Hadis Vixenis. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, they got the vampire mullet. Uh, pierced face, permascal. Uh, for some reason, they have condoms on on their jacket. Um, I don't know what that vest is. Uh, they got the the ripped uh, stockings, a Chinese tattoo, and uh, like uh, stripper boots. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, natural habitat is bootleg record stores. Uh, laundromats and the floors of roadie buses. Jesus. M- mating habits. Revered as porno fluffers for pro- I should have read this first before reading it out loud. Probably. Being very sexually aggressive and experimental. You can get to fifth base. Jesus. Skimming Christ. with the rad years. This is, uh, I, 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 I feel flush. I, I'm sure when I was like, you know, 16, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, now I'm like, yeah, well, this is a... what what year is yours from? Uh, 2002, so I was 18. 
You were 18 in 2002? Yeah. Why do I feel like I... I turned 19. Well, I turned 19. Okay. You turned 20. I turned 20. I was going to say, that doesn't seem right. But this is from June, so I I was just about... June, so it means you got it in uh, May, but, you know... So you were still 18? Yeah. I'm 19, and I was 18... Or 19 going on 20. And yeah, I, I I was, I if I had the opportunity to be a scuzzy piece of garbage, I might have been, but I wasn't. I was a little fat kid with no self esteem. So what I was gonna do? <laughs> um. Yeah, you got uh, oh, you got some nice uh, that used to be a shirt. Now it's exposing a lot. Uh, let's see. Oh oh oh, this one doesn't wear underwear. No kidding. Good. Uh, this one uh, has a teddy bear and a lollipop for some reason, and giving that over-the-shoulder look. Um, I guess they're trying to go with the whole uh, man show trampoline thing with that one. Oh, then you got the sporty one. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. oh, the ponytail out of the back of the hat, and. Uh, Oh, a tube top. Oh, that was a that was a thing back then. You got uh, anything more? That was a good. No, th- this is the more I go through this, the more like I don't want to read it out loud. I have daughters now. Do, uh, like, do it, your, I, does I, yours I, have a lot of ads for TBS's movies for guys who like movies? I didn't remember them trying to brand TBS. As a, it's a guy thing. Uh, no, I I do remember I do remember that branding, but not in this one. This is there is not an ad in this book. Oh, there's a clone one, but everything it's just booze and it's booze and cigarettes and Swisher sweets. <laughs> it booze. Let's take tequila. Uh, oh, there's me. some sunglasses, but beer, beer, liquor, liquor. Here's an ad for. Uh, Gary and Mike on UPN, that claymation show. Yeah, hang on, let me look. A new series coming to UPN. Gary and Mike, the fastest growing network in America. It says, this is the closest these guys will ever get to the girl on the cover of this magazine. Yeah, burnt. Yeah, I, I, I remember, I don't think I ever watched it. I recognize the animation. Um, no yeah. one watched UPN Squeezer. No. No. All right. Well, uh, shall we move on then? Yeah. Let, let, let's move on. I mean, I'm. This is. So I'm reading yeah. a section from uh, my magazine called Says Her. It's actually written by a female Squeezer. Oh, a, a real one or a guy pretending to be one? It could be. It's by Christina Valhuli. She says, who hasn't dreamed of being the on-call sex toy for a beautiful woman? Christina Valhuli shows you everything you need to know to be that guy. Meanwhile, there's a Columbia House. I forgot Columbia House did the shtick with DVDs that they did with CDs and tapes. Mm. Three DVDs for 49 cents each, plus one more with great savings. How much for shipping? Let me see here. 
Oh, they don't tell you. Right? One ninety nine each, shipping and handling. A total of seven dollars forty four cents, Squeezer. Oh, that works out. Mm. How did I not get that? I don't know. Uh, and then they quit the club and get your DVDs. I think yeah. Columbia House was on to me. I, I scammed them with tapes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, she has this. Thank God for caller ID. Booty calls aren't the only possible motivation for her ringing you at two a.m. Beware of these pale imitations. One, the duty call. She needs something only a man can provide. The oil change, sink unclogged, floor sanded, couch moved, bookshelves installed. The nudie call, otherwise known as the BS call. She wants to tell you about the sex she's been having with someone else. Why? Because she trusts you. <laughs> the, cootie, the cootie call. This is written by a woman, ostensibly. The cootie call. She wants you, as a guy, to explain in detail why guys are such yucky, single-minded, intolerable, lying, cheating dogs. The fruity call. She needs your opinion on shoes, houseplants, color schemes, china patterns, and will and grace. Bad news. She thinks you're gay. Well, I'm not saying a girl's never thought I was gay, but a girl has never asked me my opinion on shoes, houseplants, color schemes, china. It's not because of the way I act. It's because, like, the worst person to ask on all those topics would be me. <laughs> china patterns. Why not go on eBay and get a, a collection of McDonald's plates? <laughs> I'm good with color schemes. House plants, no. I don't care. I don't have plants in the house. Um, shoes, Nikes. Will and Grace never watched it. No, I was, I, Mrs. Squeezer loves it. But... She's like, instead, they thought we were gay because. We give really long hugs to each other and Jake and Dougie, me, you. <laughs> very, very long and tasteful uh, hugs. Dougie and I were table shopping together. That's true. They were thoroughly convinced. The snooty call. She requires an impartial ear to listen as she rails on her best friend at length. The moody call. Her PMSing self calls to rant about at work. Boyfriend, controlling mom, and overall depressing state of society today. Too bad you for you, the caller ID isn't set up to screen the status of this bipolar disorder. The beauty call. She just got a real bad haircut or a zit and couldn't un unzip her f or zip her favorite pants. Now she needs her ego stroke. Guess who? The Doug Flutie call. After an eight-year hiatus in Canada, she wants a job. <laughs> and here's uh, her rights, your booty bag. The tools that guarantee... She'll call again. One, red wine. And that's a true for Enchantress. I, if I want a booty bag for Enchantress, you know I got to get a bottle of red wine in there. A sexy sipper relaxes her every inhibition. <laughs> Altoids. Foil foul breath and intensify his and her hummers. Whoa. I didn't know that was going that? there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you... Again... Like, uh, I mean, who really says, no one says Hummer anymore, but yeah. it's different. This, I don't think that any, might say this exact shit you and I, like even on this show, but when you read it in print, it just comes Sounds so here. vile, yeah. Yeah. Um, Vivarian, because you don't want to fall asleep on the job. I think that's caffeine pills. Yes. 
uh, chocolates. They'll sweeten the deal. Marvin Gaye CD. Nothing says loving like Marvin. Massage oil. Rub her down before the big game. Condoms. You want them ribbed for her pleasure. Toothbrush. In case it rolls over into AM play. Pre-written note to make a clean break at dawn. And that's it. That's uh, the woman's guide. There's steps to about getting booty calls, but it's too verbose to read on air. And we will move on to, I think we're going to have a clean 90-minute show tonight. So we're going to move on to your next bit. Some Diablo scumbag has been pimping his scuzzy bitches in my backyard. Go and take care of things for me. If you need a piece, go around back of Abner Nation opposite the subway. I know this. Just DA. Yeah. yeah, so uh GTA three uh released uh well this was June of O two. GTA three came out in October of O one. I feel like it was longer than before that, but I guess that uh, that makes sense. I played two for a long time. I never played two. I didn't play three until it was released for iPad. And I think I talked about this like a week or two ago on the show. I got pretty far in it. I got to cross the bridge and everything. Hmm. I liked it. I, I was, the iPad version was fun. Oh, because we talked about 8-Ball. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, there was a shop that looked like 8-Ball spray shop. In Allentown. Where the, yeah. yeah. You, you drive in and you come out with a bomb attached. Yes. Um, uh, I'm trying to think because I didn't have when did I play it for oh I had it because I had it on PC that's right uh, my friends had it on, on PlayStation but I played up until it uh, was GTA 5 the first one that I played on console did you play 4? yeah was that on console? Uh, no, you know what? I might have that might have been on Xbox. So yeah, I played four. I had four on Xbox, but uh, GTA Three, Vice City, San Andreas. Yeah, it was all all PC. I only which is fun because there's some weird like uh, modding going on too, which made it fun. Hmm. Um, yeah. Anywho, so this one, this is actually something like night. Like this was pretty cool. Uh, and not, and not so creepy and uncomfortable. And it, it's the fashion part, which I usually don't pay attention to because I don't understand why someone pays three hundred dollars for a plain black T-shirt or something, or like nine hundred dollars for jeans. My brain just doesn't work that way. Me uh, either, sir. I I don't understand. I understand fashion and like looking good. I don't. But I, <laughs> it, it, I understand it, comfort. Yeah, but, but, like, I don't get, like, you're clearly, like, you could buy the exact same thing. You you could put together an outfit of jeans and a t-shirt and sneakers for under 100 bucks, and that's because of the, the, the sneakers. Like, just jeans and a t-shirt, like, even now, like, you can spend, like, 40 bucks and walk away with clothes. For the last 10 years, I've been wearing strictly American Eagle jeans. Well, for longer than that, but I've been wearing the same style for probably 
six or seven years of American Eagle jeans. I buy five pairs at a time at like 20 bucks a pair for a hundred dollars. And then when they wear out, yep. I toss them and I pull out a new pair. Yeah. I, I like those, uh, Lee Denizen. Cause they're a little, they got that, uh, like 3% spandex. In well, that's how the American Eagle are. Yeah. And nice. you could get the Lee Denizen at what target sells those, right? Yeah, they're, those, they're, target. No, they're Levi's Denizen. They're Levi's Denizen. Or yeah. Levi's. It does. But anyway, yeah, they're like 20 bucks. And they're comfortable, and I don't look like a complete slob. I can't understand, and I get it. It's merely for people that understand and are in that world and use it as uh, it's fucking peacocking. And, like, it, it doesn't matter what it's good or not. I don't want bejewels on my butt. I'm sorry. No. But even if it's just a plain, like, I, I don't get, like, oh, this is a designer T-shirt. It is $500. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anywho, so what they did was they took said clothes that are very expensive, and then they dressed up all the bad guys from uh, GTA 3 and did their uh, the fashion uh, thing going on. So you got Miguel and Misty. Do you remember Misty? She was like the mm-hmm. short haircut. She was... um. Uh, one of she, uh, one of Luigi's working girls. Uh, uh, she has a leather tank top uh, that is uh, six hundred and eighty dollars, and a pair of briefs uh, by Barbara Bowie for two hundred and thirty dollars. Huh. Okay. Uh, Miguel, he's got a, uh, a slimy leader of the Colombian drug cartel. That's right. And uh, his leather jacket costs. $2,850. Jesus Christ. His shirt cost $95. And his arm. Oh, that's by Arm. And his Armani jeans are $118. My. I guess Armani. I kind of get that. Armani's like a thing or something like that. What? No, it's not. Armani's is it, what douchebags wear. Well, I know. Sorry if you wear Armani and you listen to the show, but you wear an Armani Exchange t shirt that's really big printed across it. I'm wearing a Ninja Turtles t-shirt I got from Loot Crate right now. All right. Remember Alberto? He was the, the big, fat, bald guy. Mm-hmm. The, he was one of the, the Diablos. Sure. So he's got uh, his Eagle t-shirt that he's wearing. It looks like something that a master control operator might wear. Mm. Um, uh, by Jean-Paul. Gaulle. Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul? Yeah, Jean-Paul, Jean-Paul. It wasn't uh, the snooze. <laughs> what, it wasn't the AM, PM. How much do you think a t-shirt with an eagle design on it costs? $13. $385. Jesus fuck. But he's wearing Christ. a pair of Levi's for $54. But uh, I don't but those are some fancy Levi's cuz I don't pay. That, I think what must have happened was these fashion houses pay money to have them or oh. send them the shit for free to have them photograph it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's clearly um yeah. Oh, Kenji. Remember Kenji? He was the head of the Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's got a wool one button down suit for uh, $800. Like I, that I might get, but I still don't understand 800. I think what I pay for a suit, like maybe 300. Mm-hmm. But it was like, a, I got it like discount. I didn't actually pay 300 bucks for it. Fuck that. Um, 
Oh, and a $95 tie. That's cute. Oh, here we go. This is, this is like, me. Remember, Joey Leone. He's the, the, the mechanic guy. And he looks like me. He's got, like, a dicky shirt on and ripped jeans. Let's see. Uh, or, oh, he was voiced by Michael Rappaport. Oh, shit. Hmm. Um, his shirt that I would spend 25 bucks on is $185. And his jeans, oh, Dolce & Gabbana, uh, $330. <laughs> oh, and then there's an H&M H&M ad selling uh, bikini separates for $7.50 a piece right next to it. Hmm. So, yeah, you can... <laughs> Oh, look at this. H&M uh, men's swimsuit for $19. Hmm. Oh, man. Look at... He's got... He's got six... Pat no, that's an eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. His abs have those little side abs. Mmm. Cum gutters. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that is what they're called. It's from Rick and Morty. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I wanted to say it, but I wasn't going to. <laughs> you did. It literally was on, I don't want to say it was on the tip of my tongue, but it was. And then you came and said it. And Ever since I heard that in Rick and Morty in that uh, Mad Max episode, I couldn't stop saying it. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know, this guy's all like handsome and shit. I just, I hope that he looks like absolute shit. No, I hope he's healthy and, and fine. Oh, there's a light, uh, Corona light ad. There you go. Oh, uh, here we go. Ray Mikowski. He was he was the cop that you meet in the bathroom in uh, Central Park. He was some one of my favorite guys. He got a $1300 trench coat and another $90 tie. I I'm, I'm sorry. My if I don't have a if it unless it came in a box <clears throat> at TJ Maxx, I don't own a tie. Like, oh, I need I need a tie. I need to wear a shirt and a tie for an event. So I just go out and buy another, like, box, a shirt and tie combo for, like, $15. <laughs> and then just throw it in the trash because it's either going to be too small, you know, because most of the time, or it's going to be too big when I'm lucky next time I need to wear it. so And I end up staining the tie anyway. You're really putting a dent in our goal to finish this show in an hour 30. I know. I'm trying to help you out here. Uh, and then, and then uh, we got 8-Ball. Oh, Luigi. Luigi's the one that was in the clip, I believe. Uh, he's got another $1,600 suit. What are we selling here? Oh! What are, what's she selling? Oh, ultra-sensitive condoms. There we go. Lifestyles. Look at that. And then there's an ad for Fireblade. Feel the roar on PlayStation 2 from Midway. I don't think I ever played that. It's a helicopter game. And then we got some shaving stuff. But, yeah, that was kind of cool. Like, it was cool, like... Because that was a time, too, like... Your video games, like... I, I fucking love GTA. It was so much fun. And still is. But, like, back then, like, it was... Like, to see, <clears throat> like, these characters, like, in print and stuff like that. You didn't care about, like, what they were wearing and, like, the what they were selling. It was just a... It was cool to see them in the book. On paper. Yes, it was. All right. Um, this next part of my magazine here is talking about, it's the title. So you want a resolution it's kick your habits and it's, uh, learn to stop that one annoying destructive thing you do. Well, maybe there's more than one habit smoking. 
you've tried nicotine patches, nicotine gums, nicotine suppositories, and you're still sucking back smoke. If you are undeterred by the documented risks of cancer, heart trouble, emphysema, impotence, maybe you need a new brand new drug, the medication Zybin. I don't even know if that's still a thing. When combined with the patches, proven effective, even with the most incurable butt fiends. Biting your nails. That dream of becoming a hand model will just will stay just that. A fabulous but elusive dream. If you continue to cannibalize yourself, try painting your nails with foul-tasting and invisible thumb liquid. If that doesn't work, call 503-848-8827, extension 39. You'll see. My grandmother always threatened to put chicken shit on my fingernails. Hmm. She's like, that's what I did for your dad. Ugh, really? Yeah. Uh, so my she basically gave my dad salmonella so he wouldn't bite his nails. Habit. Chronic masturbation. Hand jive <laughs> keeping you on home Saturday nights. Home on Saturday nights. <laughs> Some psychologists prescribe sati satiation therapy. After your um, reward, keep banging away for another 20 minutes. It won't be long before you start associating the act with pain and displeasure. Now all you need is a shrink. <laughs> That's just going to leave you down a darker route. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, eating junk food. If you salivate when you think of a Big Mac, distract yourself by thinking of something e equally pleasurable, says Dr. Tony Farenkoff, a clinical psychologist specializing in addiction therapy. We like to envision Anna Kornikova slowly eating a banana. Damn, another 20 minutes. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> Habit, gambling. The excitement of unpredictable rewards keeps gamblers going. Says Dr. Peter Lamal, associate professor emeritus of psychology at the University of North Carolina in Charlotte. They're often people who are thrill-seeking. That's right. For cheaper thrills, try bungee jumping or true unpredictability, Russian roulette. Jesus. This one's bad. Habit. Checking out women's breasts. If there's a cure, do you really want it? Just remember Jerry Seinfeld's advice. It's like staring at the sun. You don't glance at it. Or you don't, I'm sorry, you don't stare at it. You take a quick glance and look away. <laughs> Habit. Swearing. You could deposit change in a jar every time you utter a naughty. But psychologists have proved that people respond better to rewards and punishments. So deposit money every day you don't swear, and you'll have lots of dough to blow on cigarettes while you try to stop masturbating with all those fucking breasts everywhere. <laughs> Habit. Incessantly reciting Monty, Monty Python dialogue. One, sharpen a snake knife. Two, cut out your tongue. Three, feed it to the dog. Oh, I, I, I had nauseam too back then. Yeah. Then there's a section, better in bed. Swedish penis pumps aren't the only way to become a stud in the sack. So, you want to know what? Yeah, yeah what? Please, I, I'm... Kissing. You have to be a good kisser because it starts there, says Nancy 30. Skip the open mouth slurping and take it slow and soft. Our experts reliability reliably assure us there are other parts of her body besides her mouth, nipples, and briar patch. Try quick kisses on her shoulders, back, and thighs, and she'll soon be revved up for more adventurous things. Feed her ego. If you can't appreciate the beauty of a woman's body, perhaps you would prefer a more uh, health-oriented men's magazine. When women are lying naked in bed and you want to hear how good they look, compliments are always a good thing. Talk to the hand. You've heard it a million times, but it's true. Communication is key. 
leave the choreographed routine at home and talk to your partner about what she wants. Oral Rappaport. <laughs> oh, God. Oral Rapport. Fuck, I can't read. Remember the sa- kept saying Michael Rappaport. Yeah, I know, right? Remember the saying you must give to receive. Oral sex is a two-way street. I'm not even going to read the rest. The Big O. This isn't a football <laughs> game. No one is keeping track of how often you score. Never put pressure on a woman to have an orgasm. So, what are some tips to live by from hey, there you go. Maxim Magazine. And that's... I, I, thought, I thought you had to put pressure on to... <laughs> I don't know. What do I know? Here's squeezers. Fifth, last pick. I need a sh- we're I need almost a shower after. Yeah, shower. we're almost done. Something about Mary. Love that movie. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I saw that in the theater at the General Cinemas. I, I tried to, and then when the guy started like following us, I ended. We tried to split up and get lost, and I ended up in Pocahontas. Oh, because it was rated R. Yeah, and then I couldn't get back out, so I ended up just sitting there watching Pocahontas. I think I was. No, I wasn't. I don't know how I got in this. Well, me and Cape Reed went, and I don't think they we, carded us. We went. Well, they carded us. Well, we didn't because we bought tickets for Pocahontas. Oh. And this was at the uh, AM. The what is it? The General Cinema, the Lehigh Valley Mall. That's what I just said. General Cinema. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. Why couldn't you think of the name? Because <laughs> uh, I was. Uh... All right, moving on. Go ahead. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Anywho. Uh, so we're on the last page here, page 212. Not the last page. That's the the second last page because the, the back cover, they're selling Sky Blue. Um, you remember uh, a malt... Oh, beverage. Wow, I can't read it. Malt beverage with natural flavors containing vodka. I've never had Sky Blue. No. And they got Calvin Klein... Uh, for men on the back. But at the end, they have the bar exam. And it's a quiz. And so, we'll quick go through this, and you'll see why I played that clip. But number one, true or false, Pink could take Katie Couric in a chicken fight. True. True. Uh, Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, How do spent rocket boosters separate from the space shuttle after launch? 16 small motors power their separation. An internal guidance system steers them clear. Uh, or they're attached by rivets made of breadcrumbs, which toast and then crumble away during launch. I think I'm the gonna, first one. I'm going to go with C. Uh, how much cash is needed to stay competitive in Winston Club racing, not including hookers and blow? Um, I'll pick a number. $350,000, sure. Uh... 
Okay, here we go. What phrase best completes this sentence? This is fun. There are no strangers in life. A, only partners I haven't drilled yet. Ugh. B, only dicks I don't hate yet. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Oh, C, only victims I haven't smothered yet. Yeah, C. C. All right, I got to pick. Um, uh, something about uh, Farrah Fawcett's Charlie Angel's contract. Like, they actually like, real ones. Uh... And then, oh, D, oh, God, veto power over any bestiality scenes. Well, no shit. I'm pretty sure that's standard in all fucking um, contracts. Yeah, sorry for that belch, Enchantra. Yeah. She's, uh, she likes to count my, count my belches now. Nice. Uh, oh, match the L.A. gang signs. Uh, yeah, that's whatever. Oh, here we go. All right, so this is why I played the clip. Uh, this is fun. Th- this is, again... This is printed on paper. Which of these guys is the most retarded? Hmm. A. Raymond Babbitt from Rain Man. Mm-hmm. B. Sam Dawson from I Am Sam. Or C. Warren Jen- Jensen from Something About Mary. Hmm. <laughs> I actually stopped. Like it, it just. Cause look, I'm no saint. I might use that word from time to time. Again. Seeing it printed on paper, and then their pictures are there, is just... It was, it, what a time to be alive. True or false? You're super. False. Uh, oh, oh, here we go. Which QB tossed a record 13 400-yard passing games? Joe Montana, Dan Marino, Warren Moon. What was the question again? Uh, thirteen set a record for thirteen four hundred yard passing games. Okay, what were that? What were they uh, choices? Uh, stop googling and tell Joe, me. J- Joe Montana. Uh huh. Dan Marino. Warren Moon. See there, Marino or Moon? Yeah. I think it's Moon. Who is it? All right. I don't know, because I don't have the July issue to give me the answer. What's the question again? Um, 13 400-yard passing games. Googling with the rad. You're, this is the one that I actually... Oh, well, now there's... Well, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, a lot's happened in 21 years, folks. It was Dan Marino. It was Dan Marino. Yeah. It, uh, He's the only one with 13. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady have 14, and Drew Brees has 16. Uh, I don't even see... Uh, Warren Moon had seven. seven. Yeah. Joe Montana yeah. had seven also. Okay. Look at that. Wow, so up until then, so 2002, and then... Because in 2002, like, Marino was... Kirk Cousins has eight. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so, uh, what's funny, at 2002, Marino's been out of the game for three years. Mm-hmm. And Drew Brees was still a rookie. Like, he was in his second year. Tom Brady was in his third year. And 
Peyton Manning, fourth year? Yes, fourth year. Look at that. Wow. Um, and then, wow. yeah, so, like, then those three guys go and just literally blow it, uh, double it. Well, not Marino's, but, you know. Let's move on from uh, sports talk and uh, finish the rest of your fun. Oh, okay. Sports talk, I think, is where the show falls off. Okay, Haricot Verts is a Hifalutin culinary term meaning what? Uh, fish and vinegar, fish with vinegar, green beans, or rooster nads. Haricot's Vert is green beans. French green beans. Oh, oh, excuse me, Mister. Do you wear your nine hundred dollar jeans? To- no, I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you Google it that fast? You, as you said it, I typed in Haircuts Vert. All right, let's just bounce Same way to oh oh, deciding where to hide the porno from the misses is as exhilarating as it is dangerous. True or false? True. Yeah. Although not not anymore, I mean. No, not anymore. It was more from your parents. Yeah, yeah, it was like a floppy disk labeled like like computer like right like computer virus. Do not. Use. <laughs> <laughs> and like, My dad's like, oh, I should load the computer virus. <laughs> no, I I mean now it's all streaming, so you don't have to hide yeah. it. So it's in the cloud. But uh, yeah, no, back then. Yeah. You'd have to uh, print out a hard copy in <laughs> each frame. <laughs> then run, slow, run through it like a flip book. Yeah. Or like one picture as it like slowly loads. Oh, slowly. God. You know how many times and then print it. And you're like your whole night. It was like a sleepover at my friend Will's house. And the whole night is A, download the picture. That's like four hours. B, print the picture. That's another like four hours. And then C, let it dry because it was like the inkjet. And yeah, you had, to, you, had, you had to lay it out. It came out wet. It would, it would wrinkle a little bit yeah. because the paper was so wet. Oh, God. I know too many details for that not to be true. All right. Um, is that all from your... your, your... Uh, here we, uh, yeah. Here, one last one. One last one. Nice and, uh, uh, what sound was used to make King Kong's roar in the original 1933 film? Uh, a lion and tiger's roar combine and run backwards. Wind being forced through an empty steel smelter, or Errol Flynn farting into a kettle drum. I go B. Oh no! It it is A. A lion and tiger's roar combined and backwards. How comes he had that answer but not the rest? I googled it. Oh, you did Google it. Yeah. Oh, was that why while you, you were go- while you were googling the other one? I was Googling in advance to make it sound sound like I knew what I was talking about. (laughs) I had a feeling that's what it was, but anyway, so my last pick, I found these, this ad for these Casio watches that seem to still be misogynistic and it was time for your little black book to grow up. Introducing the new Casio digital wrist camera watch. You're out having a good time making new friends. 
Then you point your new Casio digital wrist camera watch and click a few black and white photos of a girl you dig. Play it cool though. You don't want to use all your 100 images on one girl. Type in her name, number, and other info so you can give her a ring later. Then download the images to your PC with an optional software and email them to your friends. <laughs> Pretty cool. For a $199.95 digital wrist camera that also tells time. Uh, and then the, the pictures in there is... Uh, this is when it gets really bad. Uh, Please. It's a picture of a girl that says Susie double jointed 11 12 2000 a.m. 1204 Julie her phone number Pam loves football and then Debbie from Dallas uh. oh Casio come on uh, they knew their audience apparently mm. So the Casio wrist camera WGV1-1. They really know how to name some. So the optional software to download the pictures and send them to your friends is another $50. Oh, jeez. Then there is a wristwatch MP3 player, the WMP1CV1. These great names. And then the PC Unite, whatever that is, which looks weird. But yeah, that was an ad, and I was like, wow, they even managed to just make the ad still <laughs> sexist somehow, or misogynistic, really. Uh, but that's... Uh, we're, just too, we're just too sensitive. We're a couple fuddy-duddy squeezer. That's who that, we are. That we are. I'm not going to lie. This made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, we have evolved no, 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 as... No. And, yeah, we have. And, you know, uncomfortable uh, in, in reiterating it into a microphone for people to hear. Uh, oh, a crank, anch crank Anchors ad. Hmm. Cool. I remember Crank Anchors. It came back. I think it's still on. Oh. I remember, like, hearing it was coming back and getting excited and not... Same yeah. as, like, when I'm not gonna ST3K fired back. Tune in oh, to yeah. Comedy Central to watch Crank Anchors. My viewership is down. I know. Watch TV. If it was like live sports, yes. But yeah. all right, that's uh, all she wrote for this week. We are off next week because starting tomorrow. Oh, that's loud. Starting tomorrow, Music Fest, the America's Music Festival, as they say, starts in <laughs> Bethlehem, and our lives are dedicated to Music Fest. We start at eight thirty in the morning, and we go to about twelve thirty at night. Every day. Every day. Well, not tomorrow, not Friday. We start so later. So almost every day. But every day after that is is nine. It's two days of starting at five and going to twelve thirty. Well, starting at noon, we go live at, at twelve, and then the rest of the time we we meet at the studio at eight thirty. We go on air at eleven thirty in the morning, and we're on air till eleven at night, and then it's tear out, and it's. It's fun, but it's a yeah. lot of it's a. It's a lot of, not yeah. It's, it, it, it's not not seeing the people you love. It's seeing the people that you have to love. Yeah, it's a uh, not eating well, not sleeping well. Oh, I have so much gator sausage. I'll keep you guys. It, it, it's 
it's gonna be so it's 10 day festival poutine so, too poutine don't poutine. forget the poutine so a uh, gator sausages over under is eight and a half it's a 10 day festival poutine is 12 and a half over under okay good luck on that one you think that's easier than you think but it's not well um i forgot to eat a few days last year and wound up losing 10 pounds so it could go different for me. Yeah. But you forgot to eat. I did. I honestly did. I just completely skipped my mind. And by the end of the festival, I was down 10 pounds. God damn. Yeah. I put it back. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you don't have that much time to drink because you get home and you're so tired. You have like two beers and you fall asleep. Yeah. Or you, you, you wake up on the couch at like 4.30 and yeah. there's like, like a half a beer just sitting yeah. there all warm. So you drink it and then go to bed. It's music fest, kids. So we will be back, not next week, but the week after with an all-new show. Until then, I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. See you, everybody.